I tease, I'm like, oh, I kind of want a nine to five schedule because then I can yeah. actually have a morning to myself and check out at nighttime. But when you're in a business, it's hard to check out. It's yeah, it's 24 seven, it feels like. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club. I'm your host, Crystal Rose. I am so happy you're here today. I have an amazing guest. I cannot wait for you to meet her. I had the best conversation with her over Facebook Messenger, you guys. Like we voice noted back and forth. And I was like, you have got to come on the podcast and meet my friends. So Nicole is a mama, wife, and self-love stylist. Over the last 10 years, she's built a community of women who trust her sense of style value her real life advice and appreciate her vulnerability. Nicole's fashion business is more than just clothes. She's on a mission to help women to truly love the person they see in the mirror. Nicole Palmer, welcome to the self-love breakfast club. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so pumped you're here. So we start things off with a little initiation called goals, gratitude, and badassery. So right now, what is your biggest goal? Or like, if you have little goals, that's fine too. My biggest goal right now is just time freedom. I have this overwhelming feeling of my kids growing up faster than I like. And I just want to slow down time and just enjoy every moment I can with them while they still want to hang out with me. <laughs> time freedom for sure is the goal, is the main goal right now. I love that. I'm listening to a book on Audible right now. And she was saying that, you know, they were talking about like money buying happiness. And she was saying that people are happier when they buy more time as opposed to buying just like things. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Yeah. You're buying your freedom. Cool. So gratitude, what are you grateful for? I am definitely grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my husband. As cheesy as that sounds, he is like totally my person mm-hmm. and supports all of my crazy ideas and dreams. I was... I went through a divorce when I was pregnant with my son. So I became a single mama to two young babies. And I just went through this whole journey of trying to figure out who I was as a person, but not feeling like I would ever find love again. So Mm. I am so grateful to have found him and to have the family that we do. That is beautiful. Yeah. And badassery. So badassery is something you've done recently that you are really proud of yourself for, or that you've done that you think is pretty badass? Well, the first thing that comes to mind isn't recent, but I used to race motocross. A lot of people don't know that about me, but I raced dirt bike <laughs> for a long time. So I can hear that like pretty badass. <laughs> that is so cool. I love that. I oh yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, every now and then I'll post a throwback of me on my dirt bike and people are like, no way. <laughs> that is so funny. I love but- love, love that. (laughs) So that, and I just, I really have this, I'm in this place of just not giving a shit about what other people think. Mm. And when I'm in that state of mind, I feel like a true badass. Hell yeah. Isn't that so good though? When it's like, it's not like, it's not about being apathetic or indifferent. It's just like those words can't really penetrate inside. It's just like, yeah. And a lot of times those thoughts of what other people's opinions are, are really what's holding us back, you know? Yeah. Actually, you know, when we hear these like words, like you're not worth it or like our self-doubts, like they're not ours. They don't belong to us. They're, we internalize them over time. It's usually other people saying things or your parents or just like hearing it constantly. And then we internalize it. And then we're like, 
oh, I'm not good enough, or I can't do this, or I'm having imposter syndrome. And it's like, that's not even yours. Absolutely. And I feel like those are the ones we hold on to, right? Yeah. We hear all of these positive things and uplifting moments or connections with people they share with us, but we hold on to those negative ones. So one of my new favorite things to do, Crystal, is when somebody says something that just kind of triggers me, mm. I think of like my real response, like what I would actually want to say to them, you know, and I use that as inspiration now. So it's like, yeah, sometimes it, it, it's like, well, what is she doing now? Like, what, you know, what is she thinking or what is she doing? It's like, whatever the fuck I want. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like twisting what they're saying, but making it into a positive thing to motivate you. We've got to let those negative thoughts go. Yeah. I mean, I had the great fortune. <laughs> I say this fortune. I had the great fortune of no one ever like believing in me when I was a kid. And so like, I never had like this inflated like sense of self to like come crashing down. I just had to believe that there was something there inside of me and like, I would achieve great things, even though no one thought so. So like when people say stuff about me, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like it just doesn't hit at all. And even like praise, like praise doesn't even really hit. Cause I'm just kind of like an external, if the only opinion that really matters is mine. Right. And mm-hmm. people who are super duper close to me and really see me truly, and theirs are going to align with mine. So it's like, thanks. Yeah, I <laughs> agree. And I think this whole entrepreneur journey can be very lonely in a sense. And when we are, when we've had people doubt us and all that, it's, you do have to get into this space of just truly believing in yourself, like you said, and and taking praise and being proud of yourself and not expecting it from those around you, just kind of showing up and doing it anyway. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, like in the beginning, especially there's like this like time period of just feeling awful because like your close family or friends like aren't supporting you. And it's like, they're not your customer. They're not your customer and it's fine. You know, like it it used to hurt my feelings. It used to hurt my feelings a lot. And I just be like, how are you can't even share a post or like things like that. But I realized over time, I'm like, it's they're in their world, like living their lives, thinking about themselves. Right. And I'm thinking about me and my business. And so it's like, I can't sit here and be upset that they didn't like share a post or shop at my store. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I say that because I am very fortunate in the sense that my family, they are my biggest cheerleaders. But at the same time, I can't tell you when the last time they've been in the store or just like, yeah. you know, we're true customers. They're always cheering me on, but they also think I'm absolutely insane. Like yes. the ideas I spill out, they will be the first to tell me that I'm crazy. But just kind of let it go, right? <laughs> I love. I think. I think it's great. I think having people think you're nuts is <laughs> such a compliment. Path, you think I'm a loony? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, my own husband's like, you are oh. batshit. Like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> my poor husband. The stuff I come up with, and he's like, just give it a day. Give it a day before you act on it. Because I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a um, generator. I don't know if you do human design, but mm-hmm. I am like generator full force. So the ideas don't turn off and he's Same. the one to hear them all. You know, we'll be sitting on the couch. just like, just, shh, just like watch TV. Like, I can't, <laughs> I have to get this out. <laughs> like, are we the same person? Yeah. <laughs> if I acted on every single idea, I would, I would die. I would not, oh. I don't have the bandwidth for that. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. And I feel like I have been doing that. So I'm at this place where it's like, okay, slow down. Mm. What really matters and, you know, take some things off your plate. <laughs> yeah. So, so talk to me about this because we kind of bonded over the fact that like, we're 
burnt out from the boutique life. You guys, if you've listened to my episode, uh, why I almost walked away from a successful business, <laughs> I can't remember what episode number it is, but we'll have that in the show notes. Yeah. If you guys listen to that episode, then you will know that I was like burnt, like burnt. And I really felt like I either just had to like keep going at the rate I was going or just quit entirely. And Nicole was one of the people that I kind of, um, I went to this group that I'm in and just kind of asked for, you know, not so much advice, but just kind of like, who has scaled back a little bit, who has done this and just kind of like felt like it was better for you. And Nicole um, was tagged, you were tagged in the post and we ended up having this conversation. So like, let's talk a little bit about that because I think it's so important for people to hear, Hey, things were amazing. (laughs) Things were like, like financially and whatever, like I was kicking ass, but I wasn't happy or it wasn't in alignment. And so I stepped back and yeah, things are smaller and like not as big scale wise, but I'm happier. I think that is such a message that especially women business owners or or wannabe business owners need to hear because we just see these like mega examples, like mega boutiques, mega training businesses, mega whatever in your niche. And we just think that that's what we have to be or we suck. Oh oh my gosh. (laughs) I have so much I want to say about this, Crystal, but you, (laughs) yes, absolutely. And I think that's a part of it is just seeing what everybody else is doing. And Mm -hmm. These groups that we're a part of are absolutely amazing. And I love hearing other people's success stories. But I think the biggest thing I've come to realize is what her success may look like is different than what my success is. And for a while, as you're building and you're growing, you want to know what other people are doing. So you can kind of mimic that in a sense of like, okay, they grew by X amount of sales by getting a warehouse or by building a team or by getting to a million dollars in sales or this and this and that. So we get off of our personal track of like, okay, what does success look like for me? Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of happened for me. I was in this space of growing the business beyond what I could have ever imagined. And I still wasn't feeling fulfilled. I wasn't feeling like this is what I was meant to do. I love clothes. I love fashion. I've been a boutique owner for since 2012. Um, I went to school for fashion design. So like fashion has always been what my brand and community has been about. But I've just had this feeling lately that I'm just so much more than clothes. Mm -hmm. I genuinely love connecting with my customers and my clients and the women in my community. And it it's become this relationship where I had to take that step back in order to, to grow in that, in that space. So, you know, building the boutique and building the business takes so much time. It's so much time. And I loved it, but, and I still love it. I still have the boutique. I'm still online and we have a retail location, but it is so easy to get off track and see what other people are doing and lose sight of why you started your own business. Yeah, exactly. And that like head on a swivel (laughs) watching what everyone is doing. Yeah. I mean, and I, I hate that. I, I try to take so many steps ahead of where I was truly, truly at. I, I wasn't able to be patient and let the business like grow and like grow out of different things. I had to be like, no, no, no. I I need to get like a bigger, I need to get a bigger space. I need to hire people, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think going off of what you said about not being ready, I feel like it's also slowing down enough to enjoy the journey and being grateful for where you are. And that's something that has this whole year has really taught me of just slowing down and enjoying 
where I'm at right now in life, not being so worried about what's next and what the next big goal is, what the next sales goal is, how many people I could add to my team. Like, it's not about that. And Mm. we can't be truly ready for what's next until we are absolutely grateful for what we already have. Because at some point in our lives, what we have now is something that we wanted before this, you know, where I'm at in my life right now, I could always want more and more and more, but I wanted this life that I have right now so badly 10 years ago, you know, and it's just, it's just slowing down enough to be able to truly be present and see it. Yeah. I love that because you know, the, the target is going to keep moving, right? Like when you're an ambitious woman, you're not just going to be like, Oh, okay. I did it. I made it like, we're good. No, like you're the target's going to keep moving. And so knowing that, knowing that you're going to have more goals, more dreams, more ambitions, knowing that you have got to root yourself here in the present. You've got to enjoy the journey. The journey has got to feel like the destination because if it doesn't, you're like, you're definitely doing something wrong. I'm just going to say it. You're doing something wrong. If you are waiting for the thing to happen or to get to a certain milestone in order to be happy in order to feel free. Definitely. Like, I mean, I was there. <laughs> yeah, I think we both were. <laughs> Do it all were. wrong. <laughs> and I think too, I'd be, I would love to know your thoughts on this too, Crystal. Like, I feel like when my mindset shifted from the money and sales goal to like my mission as a woman, as a mom, as a business owner, like when I let go of the idea of what my monthly sales goal was and was mm-hmm. more focused on my mission to serve my community in a greater way, that's when things started to align for me and are still starting to align. And and my eyes are truly just more open to the possibilities of, like you said, it's not just, okay, we've arrived and we're done. No, when we're ambitious women who want to change lives, it's so much greater than the final destination and the final goal and that dollar sign on the monthly sales goal. It's just, it's so much more than that. Yeah. When I, I mean, when I first started, like it was all about my mission. I mean, I was offering something no one else is offering, you know, to, to a woman who's neglected by the fashion industry, you know, the clothes are made straight up and down for the most part. They're not made for women with smaller waists and bigger butts, or if you have lats or shoulders. And, you know, that was all I cared about was solving this problem for myself and for women like me. Cause I was like, I cannot be the only one who struggles with this. Like this sucks. And I'm not going to stop lifting, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. And, and I built this incredible community and it was always community first. My, my people, I, I feel like the word customer, I have always felt weird about using that word. Cause it feels okay. so like cold and like almost insulting. Like these women are my family. Like I have this group of incredible, incredible women who've been around. A lot of them have been around since day one. Like I mean, we had some ugly stuff, you guys ugly. And they were around since day one and they are what has made this next chapter for me possible. And I think that was important for me to notice and realize that a lot of my clients in my coaching business are, are women who've shopped with me. You know, like, it's like almost like that next step. They're like, oh, I trust you. And I've been following you and I, and I see you speak and I hear your message. And I'm like, yeah, I, I want some of that. Yep. And so 
at one point I was very resentful with my store because I felt like, you know, I was always looking for that sales goal and that number and da, da, da. And there was never enough money because I, with the more money you make, the more expenses you have. Yep. <laughs> and because I had skipped a bunch of steps, <laughs> you know, I had this space to pay for it, employee to pay for it, all this stuff to pay for. It, and I was always coming last. Mm-hmm. And, and now like, yeah, of course I have, you know, certain sales goals and like, we're trying to, we're coming back from the dead here. Cause I took a month off and yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yes. oh, <laughs> so bad, but you know, like, yeah, there's sales goals, but now it's like, there's so much more space and it feels so much better and, and not so like, oh, if I don't hit this number or if I don't beat last year's sales, like, what am I doing? I suck. I'm feeling yeah, right. You're like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. That's like, the beauty of having a community who support you and who are loyal to you. Cause it's not so much about this, just staying in one lane. Like they're here rooting for you because you've yeah. been so honest with them. And I can so relate on the community aspect. And like you said, feeling weird about calling them my customers because they truly are my family, my friends. Like I've yeah. gotten to my group page and I've cried and I've laughed. Yeah. I've shared so many like <sighs> I can't even look back at past videos. Like that was probably a little, I know. Right. Like crying in the group. (laughs) (laughs) That was a little much, but that's what they love because it's sharing our our vulnerable side, the real side, you know, life is not, we live in this filtered world now with social media. And I think people just genuinely crave realness, you know, people who are authentically themselves and, when you can be that person, your community is going to want to support you because they're seeing the real you. You can change and pivot. And I call my plot twists. I always have plot twists. <laughs> but they, that group of women has been there, like you said, from day one. And I mean, they have just been, I could cry like talking about them. And I'm sure you can relate to that yeah. too. Like, especially this last year, it's just been a roller coaster. And just having those people who, trust you and, and see your vision in a way. It's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It really is. And that's, and that's kind of like what's leading me, I think into my next chapter of building a new community. That's like just women who are, you know, obsessed with supporting each other and obsessed with their own personal growth. You know, I think it's so important that we have that support and when we own our shit, and I've said this so many times when we, as women own our own shit and like, what triggers me and what upsets me. And I know that this is a me thing and not a you thing. Then like we can all just kind of come together and it's easy yeah. because I know when you say something to me and it bothers me, it's me, right. <laughs> you know? And even if you are intentionally being mean, I know that that's a you thing. Mm-hmm. That's a you hurting thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like having that separation and being like, okay, this is a great base to build on women who are all here to own their own shit. And then we can't get upset with each other. We can't compete with each other. Yep. Right. Tell me, tell me about your self-love being a self-love stylist. Like I love this. (laughs) (laughs) This is fairly new for me. This is something I kind of came up with over the last year because I've always been known as Nicole J, the boutique owner. And Mm -hmm. before we started recording, I said to you, I was typing up my bio because it changes all the time. And I'm like, you know, I just don't relate to being a boutique owner. I, I've always felt that was just kind of not the title to describe me. Same. So this last year, I've really <laughs> been on this like <laughs> spiritual journey of just doing the inner work and really diving deep into figuring out my mission, my why, my core message, all of that, you know, and 
Self-love has been something that I've always talk about with my community. I actually have my own self-love club, Crystal. I love the name of your podcast. (laughs) I have a self-love club of women who we just, they just genuinely want to have good conversation. And at this point in your life, it's so hard to make friends and to trust people. And I've created this space for them to just open up and, and listen and to just be heard. Really. It's like, let's hold space for each other in this space, we have meetups and things like that. But I am still involved with style. Like style is a big part of me and I don't ever want to let that go. Like fashion has been a huge part of my life. And so self-love stylist just kind of felt right. It felt like mixing those two things. And like you mentioned in the beginning, my mission is just helping people, helping women love the person they see in the mirror and with style, with having grace for ourselves and just teaching women to love themselves because I'm sure this is something you've noticed with your business too. I can style my customers from head to toe, but until Mm -hmm. they've done the inner work and have learned to love themselves, it doesn't matter what kind of outfit I put them in. They could look amazing, but until they do that digging deep and learn to love themselves, it's like my job just isn't complete. Yeah. I I think like over time, you know, realizing that like, yes, having a boutique is awesome. And being able to like, you know, provide these clothes that actually fit is, has been amazing and life-changing for a lot of these girls, a lot of these women. And I get that a lot. And then there are still some that I see and they're like, oh, this wouldn't look good on me. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I had too many kids and I have this mom pooch and all this other stuff. And I just want to like jump through my computer and like shake them, you know, and be like, who gives a fuck? Like, literally. Stop it. You're magical. Like you are so amazing. You're beautiful. I just want you to see yourself through my eyes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I can help you. I can help you try to feel good on the outside, but like, I want you to feel good on the inside. Like, and that is where this other stuff is, you know, driving from this coaching. Cause I'm like, if I can help you feel amazing on the inside, like you are going to be radiant on the outside. Absolutely. I love that so much. And I feel like we all need that. We need somebody to just believe in us and help us see ourselves in a different way and let go of just like past limiting beliefs Mm. and thoughts and feelings that we tell ourselves daily. Like I always tell my customers and my community, like you are your own best friend. So if you are talking to yourself Mm. in a negative way, like don't say something to yourself that you're not going to say to your best friend, or in my case, my daughter, like when I have these negative thoughts about my body and I'm standing in the mirror, picking myself apart, I'm like, this isn't how I would want my daughter to speak yeah. to herself. And when we can start looking at it in a different perspective and be our own cheerleader in a sense, I think that's when the beauty, that's, that's everything, you know, that's when, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I kind of look at it as like, like training wheels, right? Like you can borrow my belief in you and you can borrow my, you know, all of the rah, rah, like you look amazing. I'll tell you all day. Like yep. anyone who knows anyone who's slid up in my DMS and been like, Hey, can I get a pep talk? I will deliver like the money talk yeah. <laughs> voice memo and everything. Oh, I do. I do. And it's like, I will deliver that talk and none of it is bullshit. Like I will literally, I'll even go to their profiles and get some inspo and I will like, let it yes. rip in the DMS. Like you can borrow that from me. Like I have space for it. I'm always available to you. But like at some point we got to get those training wheels off and you've got to start, you know, feeling it inside your body because what I say isn't going to stick, even though I'm telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think a part of it is too, is like 
we know we're all at a place. I can't say all of us, but you know, for the most part, women just, they do want to be comfortable in their own skin and they want to know they're not alone and they want to be heard and feel like they can relate to somebody. And we hear, we see all of these quotes and inspiration and all that stuff, but it's like, okay, but like how, like, I know I need to love myself, but how, what's, what's the next step to getting me there? And I think that's where you and I come in and, and we, we have this belief in ourselves that we want to push on to other people as like, you can do it. You can create a life you love. You can look in the mirror and love yourself. And there are people out there who will support you. If you're surrounded by people who won't, then find a new tribe that will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's um, part of this social media world that we live in. There are so many ways to connect with other people, kind of like how we found each other. Yeah. So I love that. I feel like when you love yourself too, like when you really truly like have that sense of self and know you are and and you love the person you are and you love your body, even though it may not be like this, what you thought it would be when you loved it. I, I think that it's like, it's not something you want to keep to yourself. You want to give it away. You want other people to experience it too, because it's like a whole new world has opened up. Yeah. It's this sense of freedom that until you can live it, there's no way to describe it. Once you have a taste of it, it's like, I just want to share this with everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I know that like every decision I make now, it's interesting because I never used to like put myself first and not like I was like always, you know, I wasn't some martyr, like always putting everyone else before me, but I just didn't really consider myself, you know, like I would let my health kind of slide and just be like, oh, I'm fine. I work out, I eat well, like, you know, all this other stuff, it'll be okay. It's, you know, I'm healthy and just like not worry, prioritize, like going to a doctor or like just taking care of things. And I would let me related stuff kind of slide, or I'd pack my calendar because you're like, Oh, well you had this time available. And even though it wasn't the best for me, like I'll, it's fine. I'll, I'll deal with it. And then I would just go through every single day, like white knuckling, like all stressed out, looking at my calendar, just being like, places I didn't want to be doing things I didn't want to do talking to people I didn't want to talk to because I felt like I had to, instead of listening to myself and my inner voice and being like, you don't want to do any of this and you don't have to do any of this. Like you get to design your life the way that you want to. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I get to wake up every day and I get to be so pumped with my calendar, whether it be a podcast recording or going to my doctor for four freaking hours. I do that every week now. Or, you know, like whatever it is, I get to wake up and be excited. And that is what it's about. Yep. That's that time freedom that we were saying in the beginning. That's the ultimate goal of just being in control of your schedule and, and doing what you love and what you want to do. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And you can do that in a nine to five to you guys. Like I I know that like, we know, we have entrepreneurs on the show. It may sound like we're glamorizing like the entrepreneur life and like you suck if you're in a nine to five, but that is not true. If you have a nine to five and it is what you love doing, and even if it's not what you love doing, but it is getting you what you want in the other aspects of life and it is like fulfilling in that sense, like don't leave. <laughs> you know, like don't. Like, I no, will never be that you're person. making a difference, you know. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> I will never be that person who's like, quit your job, become a business owner. Like, do you know what's best for you? That's what you do. (laughs) Yeah. You'll be sad for a couple of years if you're a business owner. (laughs) Yeah. It's not not as glamorous as it seems. I made a post the other day that was like, I think I I have a gift of making this look easier than it is, which is a blessing Mm. and a curse. (laughs) Mm. This is not, this is not as easy as it looks. And there is a lot of self-doubt and worry and uncertainty and 
you know, fear and all of that, but yeah, and moving parts, <laughs> lots of moving parts. And no one tells you what to do. No, <laughs> nope. no one does. I would, I would, um, it's so funny because I, I love hearing other entrepreneurs be like, I would never work for anyone else ever again. And like, I don't mind working for other people. Like sometimes I'm like, can I get a boss? <laughs> like, will yeah. someone come be my well, boss? It's hard to create your own schedule. Like we crave that, but then at yeah. the same time you have to set boundaries for yourself and, and really focus to get work done because otherwise it's like, squirrel, yeah. you know, and I, I tease, I'm like, oh, I kind of want a nine to five schedule because then I can yeah. actually have a morning to myself and check out at nighttime. But when you're in a business, it's hard to check out. It's yeah, it's 24 seven. It feels like, yeah, but, I feel like I'm getting better and better and better at that. Me too. This year with the kids being in virtual learning and all of that, I had to get better with mm. time blocking and time management. There was really no choice in order to yeah. keep this going and manage, you know, the family and stuff too. I really had to get specific with my time. Yeah. It's hard when you love your, your people too, you know, like you love your customers and clients and, and supporters and all of that. Cause I always want to message them back like immediately yeah. or get to things <laughs> immediately because I just, I love them. I want to, you know, but then also being like, okay, we don't need to be answering emails at 3am anymore. Crystal, like (laughs) you're past that. People respect that. They know they, they appreciate that and they respect your, your time and they don't expect a response right away. And another thing I've learned too, is if they do expect a response right away, they're not your person. Like as long as you're getting back to them in a timely manner, if it's 10 o'clock at night and they're emailing you, they shouldn't respect, expect a response right away, you know? Yeah. And if anybody is upset by that, it's, it's okay to not invite them as a customer. <laughs> yeah. We've had, I mean, I've had, I've been very fortunate to have some incredible, you know, like experiences and there's definitely been, there have been a few pointed ones, but the funny thing is they are on a list. They're on a list and it's next to the printer. And so if they ever make yeah. a purchase again, mm-hmm. I refund them immediately. Yeah. It's okay to fire customers. (laughs) Customer service is everything for me. I think that's, Mm. you know, that's everything. You have to treat people the way you want to be treated, but there are some people that customers always write. Well, not necessarily. No, you're not. Yeah. No, (laughs) No. especially not if you're an ass about it. Like if you're just not, and especially if you're mean to an employee, like you're definitely not, mm -mm. not right at all. And I mean, and I'll go above and beyond. Like I've had customers like DM me, which I don't encourage, but like they'll DM me and they'll be like, Hey, do you think this belt would look cute with this Mm -hmm. thing? And I'll like literally run up and go try it on, or I'll like go put it, place it together and send them a picture to be like, there you go. You know, just because I love doing that. I'd never Me be too. like, that's my now. favorite. I, call I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The virtual styling. When I, we do like weekly launches with our, with the shop and, um, on those days I'm on Instagram messenger, just sending pictures, answering sizing questions. Like you mm. said, just going above and beyond people appreciate that so much. I could use one of you. I'm not good at style. Like I, I've gotten so much better over the years because I've had to care, but I never really cared. I've just been like, oh, this is pretty or this looks cute. Like I know it looks good, you know, on my body. And so I would do that, but like pairing things with things sometimes, not great, not great at it. Showing different ways to wear something. Mm, Barely, barely can cover that. I I just am trying to like get you clothes. (laughs) here. <laughs> this I will fit. You. That's, I can help you. that's my extent. We have you know? uh, 
I did a style course this past year and we're going to be revamping it. And I talk a lot about that there. And I've also been doing one-on-one styling as well. Similar, I would imagine to your coaching where you're doing one with people or in a group setting. I've been doing some one-on-one styling where we do closet cleanse. The idea of just like simplifying your style, not just buy, buy, buy. Like let's slow down. Let's buy with intention. What do you Mm. actually need? What do you have? What can you let go of? That's kind of a new piece of my business I've been branching out in that I'm really loving. So Yeah, I love that. (laughs) So I could probably talk to you all day, but we do have to. (laughs) I could definitely talk to you all day. I love this. I do too. So we like to end things on a quote. So what is a quote that you either live by or you've been feeling lately? Oh, well, you are enough is just standard. That is just, that's always been my mantra. But lately I have just had in my head back to the basics Mm. and and not necessarily a quote by somebody else or anything. It's just something I've been holding on to this last year of getting back to the basics. What's always worked. What was always your mission? What was always your why? Why did you start this business in the first place? Just simplifying and, and getting back to the basics is been on repeat in my mind. I love that. Yeah. And I feel that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much to our plates, like just simplify. We don't need to do a million things at once. Yeah. I Back love that. All right, Nicole J, where can they find you? Instagram's definitely my favorite place to hang out. Styled by Nicole J is where I am on there. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on here today. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too, Crystal. I can't wait to actually like meet in person and have coffee or whatever and just chat, you know? Yeah. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories. Send it to a friend who might need it or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Extel Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you.